Welcome, welcome everybody. Happy Friday. This is Steph Lee, founder of Host Agency Reviews. This is the Friday 15 where you get your travel industry questions answered. And today I'm very lucky to have a co-host on. We have April Swales with Uniglobe Travel Center. Hi, April. Hello, how are you? Good. So April works with all the new advisors um, or people that are interested in joining UTC. And so she answers a lot of questions similar to the HAR team. So, um, you know, if, you, if you're first tuning in for the Friday 15, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel or to the podcast stream so you never miss another episode because we have a lot of fun and we get a lot of great questions in. So um, April, let's start with our first one. So this is from Palm Leaf Travel and they write yes. in, I've learned so much from the blog in this forum. Thank you. Weird question. <laughs> we never get weird questions. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah this is actually a pretty normal one. <laughs> um, I'm a new, or a, I'm a middle school teacher and I would like to start my dream of joining the travel world while having a full-time job. How do you answer the phone? How do you take care of your customers? I'm trying to picture in my head how I would grow a customer-based business while teaching teens about photosynthesis. Are there ways around this? Thank you. All right. Um, any thoughts about photosynthesis, April? <laughs> it's been a while since I took a biology class. So I and I have like an uncanny ability to kill house plants, like no matter what they are. So oh, you're like I'm not the, the best of me. I'm yes. like plants everywhere. Okay. No, I'm terrible. So I, I cannot We're gonna not those ask those you about photosynthesis. So what are your thoughts? That, so. Not on photosynthesis, <laughs> but um, when someone's getting started, if they still have a full-time job, which by the way, palm leaf yeah. travel is incredibly common. A lot of Very people. Very common. Yep. So April, what do you tell people when they're signing on and still working full-time? So obviously transition takes time for people. And we, I would say most of the people that come to us as new advisors are coming to us with a nine to five and they're, they're needing to do things slowly because they still rely on that income. Yep. So what your day to day looks like with the actual travel business, that's up to you. Um, a lot of our advisors just work via email. Like they won't answer a phone per se, but they have their contact information available as their email. Clients reach out to them whenever they have questions or, or want to start working with them. And then you basically set the tone for how your communication goes. If in my personal travel business, what I still do, because I do still sell travel, is clients reach out to me via email if they're new. Um, and, and I say, I'll, you know, in my response, I'll get back to you within the next 24 to 48 hours. Of course, if I'm traveling or I'm not available, I have an autoresponder on so they know what to expect. Managing expectations is really important whenever you're working with people. Mm -hmm. um, but I reach back out to them via email and I set up a time to then do a phone call. So sometimes if they're local, I may just call them right back, which is fine too. Or if they're a personal referral from a client I'm already working with. Um, but you don't have to necessarily have a phone that's available and you're picking it up as it rings every day. Um, yeah. I think sometimes too, we kind of think to ourselves, you have to be everything to everyone and you, you simply can't. So setting up the email ahead of time so that you can then you know, set up a time to talk to them, you're qualifying your customers. You're trying to figure out, can I even help them do what they're wanting to do? So asking them the right questions and deciding whether or not this is even a person you want to take on as a, as a client um, or refer them out. So, 
So April, when you when you say you get back to them and tell them I'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours, is that just a uh, auto auto yes. like a response? Yeah, I've seen that with mm-hmm. a lot of advisors too, where you know they'll say because it's not even just people that are working full time. If it's like someone that's staying at home with their kids, you know they they're out doing things all the time, and so they're mm-hmm. they'll be like, my hours that I'm available and we'll get back to you are from like when the kids are sleeping, like from 10 to 12 and then three to five or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then after 8 PM or I don't know, like there's been some really specific auto offices that I've gotten, but I, I, I would agree with you. It's great to have that auto reply. So it sets the expectation. You're not going to get back to them right away. Right um, away. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, there's very little to palm leaf travel. Um, there's very little that is, you know, if someone's, traveling and their flight is canceled or a hurricane comes through but those don't happen very often like there's very few like actually emergencies even though someone may feel like it's an emergency um within travel um and those clients when they reach out to me they have a method of getting in touch with me right away so Mm -hmm. you know i handle those differently than a new prospect yeah. And it's also, I feel, I feel like it's, it's part being proactive. Like if you know something's going to be coming up or if you know, there's a lot of cancellations, when you know, you have clients traveling, there's ways for you to kind of look ahead too and say like, yes. all right, I'll reach out to these two people and let them know, like, I'm aware of the hurricane coming through. I'm watching their itineraries, things like that. Um, right. And the, the other thing I want to say to public travel is we're just going to be pushing out. Well, we just pushed out a travel agent chatter, our other podcast um, episode on a teacher that became a travel advisor and she does educational tours. So that might be something, you know, or if you just even wanted to connect with them and talk about how they're balancing um, or how they balanced it in the very beginning uh, when they were still working at the school. So that might be something you want to tune into too. So we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. And I would also say, God bless you, Palm Leaf Travel, because not many people can teach middle school. So <laughs> That is true. <laughs> middle school. My hat is off to you, friend. <laughs> yes. Yes. Photosynthesis and middle school. April's very impressed by you. <laughs> yeah. I have a middle schooler, so I can tell you. I, I taught a sixth grade. I used to be a teacher and I taught a sixth grade class once and I was like, what happened to my fourth and fifth graders? They were so sweet. I don't understand. <laughs> It's a jungle in junior high, you know? They got to be it tough. Is. So. It is. Well, let's funny, see. though. Agreed. Um, let's see. We've got another question that came in through Cynthia. And Cynthia is wondering, what is the average cost that can be expected for joining a host agency as a new agent and going through their training? I was surprised when I was quoted $10,000 by one host agency. Maybe, April, do you want to start off by talking about what you do at Uniglobe and kind of what mm-hmm. you see else in the sure. industry? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I have to admit, I'm not up to speed on what all the host agencies charge, but I can definitely tell you that 10,000 sounds pretty high uh, on the spectrum. So mm-hmm. um, what I do for Uniglobe is I basically speak to all of the new possible uh, advisors that are interested in finding a host to come and work with, um, whether they're a seasoned professional or a GDS agent or brand new to the industry, I talk to everybody. And so I give them an idea of how we work with people, how we support our advisors. And I give them advice on making sure that they're making the right decision because my job is making sure that anybody who comes on board with us is happy with that choice. So, and you do have choices, so it's important to know what they are. So I'm always recommending host agency reviews for, for resource. Oh, 
You're welcome. And there are other websites that you can go to, to, to learn, but it's important to read the blog, figure out what questions you should be asking, speak to a human being, not just get a PDF rundown of what they do or what they offer. You want to speak to a person, get your questions answered, and then feel good about the, the fit, whether it's right for your business. Because um, different hosts offer different things, you know, and some are geared towards other types of travel. What Uniglobe focuses on, we, we don't have like sales quotas. We don't have minimums. We don't set a deadline. You must sell this much by this time. We want people who want to give as much as they receive. Our, our, our network is very supportive. Our advisors are very generous with their time and expertise. We have some that have been in the business for 40 plus years. We have some that are brand spanking new. Everybody has something valuable to contribute. Our, our more seasoned pros obviously have a lot of industry exp experience to call on. And our newer people usually are more up to speed on things like social media and marketing and, and websites. And they can provide a lot of insight, too. So um, I always tell people, you need to be able to take the initiative. That's what we want. We want people who are ready to work, are OK with being taught to fish. Um, but whenever we have somebody who's brand new and comes in, we put them through our mentor, you our three month coaching program. That's an initial, uh, co uh coaching cost of $499. We don't charge any annual fees. That is a one-time fee. Uh, we have monthly fees in the amount of $50 per month. And what that includes essentially is, you know, continued access to all of our, our booking portals, um, our virtuoso network, our support team. We do provide a cloned website for our advisors. They don't have to take advantage of that, but they can if they want to. Uh, we provide email marketing tools. We also um, do provide a CRM as well. So that is a, you know, software tool they would use to invoice bookings and you know, it's submitted directly to accounting. So those are the things that we provide for the $50 per month. But other than that, we don't have any annual fees or anything like that. So um, so 10,000 sounds like a lot, but what might have been included in that number would be like if somebody is looking to set up their own website or if they want to have their own CRM, which a lot of our advisors do. I know I pay extra for an itinerary building tool. I use Travify. It's amazing. I highly recommend it. It's completely changed the way that I do business. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't have to have it to be successful. It's just whatever you determine to be, um, you know, the right business, you know, tool for you. And then, of course, you have to write those off, I guess, or whatever you plan to do with that. So um, but I there's a lot of tools that you can certainly buy, uh, but not everybody's going to use the same ones. So. Yeah, and I'll I'll put a link in the show notes to first of all Travify that itinerary builder. I'll actually put a link to our itinerary builder um, article that compares the different itinerary builders out there. Travify mm -hmm. is incredibly popular, um, and I'll also put a link to Uniglobe's Mentor U program, which is their kind of training for new advisors. And how much again was it, April? It's four ninety nine for three months of customized coaching, and they do. I shouldn't say customized. We do co um, cover a like we do a, have a curriculum specifically, but if some people are coming to us and they show the ability to move faster in a particular area, it allows them to dive in a little deeper on something else because the calls are one to one. So you're not really being held back by somebody else's ability to pick up on the material. Mm -hmm. um, and so kind of, Cynthia, what I would say about this, there's a couple different articles that I think might be helpful for you on the site. So the first one, um, $10,000, I keep a little bit more abreast of the training options that are out there than April. $10,000 is very high. Um, 
I, I'm wondering if it was also a franchise that you were also looking at, because those can be a lot higher um, cost to get started just because of the branding involved and you're getting this brand in a box. But let me, um, I'm just going to share my screen really quickly. Um, so the first one I wanted to show you was our, um, we have an article on travel agency startup costs. Um, and so as you're getting started, travel agency startup costs. So I just typed in travel agency startup in the search bar on the website and it pulls this up. But this kind of shows you, you know, how much people spend on average. And the, the one thing that I would keep in mind, so right here for 2021, we can see a hosted advisor spends just under $4,000 to get started. I would say that this is higher than the average gets skewed because of, again, those franchises that are out there that cost ten dollars to $30,000 to join. So even if there's only a handful of them in there, they can really skew it. So I would say most agencies, um, I think the most common, I think the mode, the most common that people um, report is $500. Uh, oh, here we go. The mode is $1,000. And so a lot of information in here. We'll also link to it in the show notes. The other one um, I think that might be helpful for, we have two articles, one on training and education. So just typing training in the search bar up in the top, it pulls this up. And this goes over all the different training options that are out here because there's travel schools that you can go to. There's the host training programs, your consortia training programs. There's sales and business coaches. Um, there's certification programs. So lots of options within here um, that can give you a better idea of things. And then the last one is kind of like the travel agent schools, because these are ones that are working with people before they get started. Um, usually with a host agency. And so these are things to look at um, as well. And within within there, um, yeah, I think you'll find a variety of information in different costs. But I, I think the uh, big thing to take away from this is $10,000 is quite a bit for training. Not saying that it's not worth it, but if you're looking at comparing it to what's out there in the travel industry, it's quite a bit more expensive. I would say the most I've ever heard of for a travel agent training is about $4,500 or $5,000 um, is kind of the tops that I've been hearing, which is why I think it might be a franchise that you're you're talking mm -hmm. about. So um, let's see. Question three, our last question for today. This is from Jillian. Jillian says, long time listener. That's very exciting. Um, <laughs> We've been going for about a year with the Friday 15. So Jillian, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Um, Jillian says, I've been wanting to get into travel for years and kept putting it in the back burner. I am looking to start as an agent and wanting to specialize in group travel. Is there a host that is better for someone who wants to specialize in group travel? Um, also, are there any extra courses to help prepare someone in selling and booking group travel? So April, this pairs nicely with our other one. What are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> that being said about, you know, a specific host, I would imagine that any host that you work with could help you work with group travel. Um, we certainly have a high percentage of our advisors that do a lot of group travel. Um, group travel is slightly different than uh, individual booking individuals, um, can be a lot more steps, but it's not rocket science per se. I mean, maybe some of the other advisors would have different opinion, but, um, but I've done both. I've done, you know, you do have to be incredibly detail oriented. You have to be incredibly organized, but, um, 
you could learn that with any host. And um, certainly through our Mentor You program, it is a topic that we cover quite a bit. Um, not everybody enjoys group travel planning. Um, yeah. It just depends. You know, I would say try it. Maybe partner with somebody who's done it a few times to kind of maybe shadow them and get an idea of if it's something you actually want to do. Um, but yeah, any host should be able to help you with group travel and, you know, the host is successful when you're successful and group travel can definitely be a lucrative way to do business. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and but Julie, I don't know of any specifically that. Yeah. So what you can do, and honestly, like, um, April said, most hosts have a lot of group travel business. So if you click on say anyone's profile on our site underneath our focuses section right here. So. Underneath the company details, there'll be a focus area. And you can see here that they've selected groups. Um, so you, if that's something you're concerned about, again, most people are going to have this checked. But if you're wondering if they don't have it checked, it may not be the best fit for you. Um, so that's one thing to kind of look at. The other thing I would say um, is our events calendar for training. So if you go to the resources on the top of the site, go into events, um, there's I think it's the most in-depth events calendar that's out there. There's, I think, maybe like 40 things on there right now. But in the niches, you could type in, you know, if you're in cruises or for you specific, Jillian, we can look at groups, see what's out there that's training on groups specifically. Um, and you can take a look at that. Um, you know, some other great ones is if you look at the training section that we talked about earlier, uh, there's, a, there's a couple of places I'm thinking of. So... Again, typing training in the top, it takes us to our training and education article. And if we go down there, there's um, the business and sales coaching in here. And destination weddings are different than like a family group, obviously, but there's a lot of similarities within how you plan it. So there's mm -hmm. a couple destination wedding courses within here that would be helpful to you or CLIA, the cruise lines. Um, association, they have some great groups trainings, um, if, especially if you're, of course, looking to do group cruises. Um, so those are those are some of the places um, I would look. And then the last place I would look is um, under our resources, there's our podcast, our Travel Agent Chatter podcast. And within here, there's quite a few, um, if we look up here by you can sort them by the tags up on the top or you can, there's a bar up on the top, it says tags. And if you drop down, you can go into groups and it'll show you which article or which interviews are about people doing groups. So there's some that do cruise groups. There's one that does entertainment travel groups. Um, Javon does uh, travel radio show incentives. So there's a lot of different inspiration within here that can hopefully you out. Um, I would anything like to, to add, add on that. To that. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yes, I would like, I'm going to raise my hand. <laughs> um, so as you start going with your business, you'll find that supp different suppliers handle groups in different ways. So definitely once you figure out which suppliers you really want to focus your efforts on, get to know their policies and procedures with groups because uh, various cruise lines might, you know, it might be a different number of people that comprise a group. Same thing with a tour operator. So, um, you know, there's benefits to, to booking group travel for sure for the, uh, for the advisor and for your travelers, but, um, six may be a group, 10 may a group be a group, 20 may be a group. So you just have to kind of figure out which suppliers you want to work with and then kind of get down to the nitty gritty of how they, they want you to book groups, how you, how you're going to do that with them. Yeah, exactly. Most advisors kind of stick with the same 
cruise mm-hmm. lines or tour operators because they know, well, they know the internal staff that can help them out. And then they also know the the rules and regulations that, and everything. Right. So. And I would also add that one of the things that we focus on at UTC, especially when we do our annual conference, is uh, we do a lot of peer training sessions and a lot of supplier training sessions, and groups is always on the list. Um, it's it's one of our most requested topics for, for education. And um, when we do a peer session, we bring forward, you know, our most successful advisors in that specific topic to do like a panel. And it's Q&A. It's very... Um, back and forth. Uh, you know, we, we, we have a lot of people that ask that question. So that's perfect. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. So April, if someone listening wants to get in touch with you to learn a little bit about more UTC or maybe some in-depth information on these questions, how can they reach you? So the best way to reach me would be my email address, which would be simply a swales, just a S W A L E S at uniglobetravel.com. You could also go to our website and then we, on the top right hand corner, you can click on the, the hamburger menu and go down <laughs> to join us. And so on the join us tab, there's an actual link directly to my calendar where you can book time to actually uh, have a call with me. I, you know, I do 30 minute calls where you can sit and pick my brain and, you know, I'll talk to you about the industry and what we can offer you and um, just make sure that you feel good about whether or not we could be a fit for you. So perfect. Thank you. Well, um, thank you everyone for tuning in. We will be back next Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time. Next week, we do have a co-host again. We have Jen Lee from Travel Planners International. Um, So I don't have the questions yet because I'm little behind on life, but um, we don't know what the topics are, but rest assured, we will be answering some questions next Friday. So April, thank you again so much for joining us and thank you. a great rest of your weekend, everybody. (laughs) Whoops, there we go.